Hey, what's up, La Familia? You crazy football-loving nutters. This is Ray Hudson, and you are luxuriating in listening to the Inter Miami podcast with a stupefyingly magnificent Jay and Alex. Two lads who are as electrifying as a hairdryer thrown into a hot tub. Stay tuned, because you know what it's going to be. It's going to be magisterial with an amplifier. Unfortunately, a little earlier than we were hoping for, and season three of the podcast. How do you feel? What's what's your emotional scale like right now? Uh, if you would have asked me when we were together, uh, <laughs> what a week week and a half ago, uh, I would have been really disappointed. Uh, you know, we had the uh, the false start, jumping up and down, celebrating like hooligans when we thought <laughs> oh. Gonzalo uh, oh. scored that. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I trust me. I still think about that here every so often. Um, but you know what? I'm actually okay. I, I'm I'm really okay. Um, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season we'd be talking about playoffs and playing a hell of a game against the defending MLS champions, I I would have laughed at you. But um, you know, we can. I'm going to kick myself because I know you're going to play this back to me at the beginning of next year when we have a streak uh, of losing a few games. Uh, we can re- only really go up from here, I guess. Um, we, we've proven that we can play with the big dogs we want to. we got some big shoes to fill here soon with Gonzalo departing, but I think we're trending in the right direction. How about uh, How about you? What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, obviously, that night, a little bitter to swallow, you know, Get the pod squad out there, a little watch party, Greenlock gang out there. Um, you know, had had a had the, the homies really like, you know, bring the families, bring the uh bring the chicas and uh get everybody together just for that. Yeah. False start, all that that hope. But I mean it was a still it was still a good night. And I gotta just I gotta stick to what I've been saying, and that's you know, if we make the playoffs this season, then it was a win and uh, we did, we did, um, really, you know, highs and lows of the season is an exciting season. Uh, really enjoyed this one. I think the most out of, uh, certainly out of, out of any season, uh, was good. And I think we are turning in the right direction about to be Gonzalo less, although I was holding on hope that he would refuse to, uh, go out like that and, and want to finish on a slightly higher note, but you know, Hey, nothing but kudos and respect. Um, I've always um, enjoyed having Gonzalo on the squad. I know he's received a lot of hate. I have not been necessarily that person, but, um, yeah, you know, good stuff's coming. Very, uh, eager to see what happens with the squad. We do have some squad updates that we can get into in a little bit here, but, um, yeah, you know, knocked out by, uh, by NYCFC. Um, been a little bit of a delay recording cause you actually 
were traveling, you were down here in Florida. Um, so a little late to the party, but did want to do an official season three wrap. And we have the MLS Cup final coming up just around the corner on Saturday. Uh, if you have not been paying attention, LAFC defeated Austin in the Western Conference Finals, defeated them three to zero with goals from uh, Chicharango, uh, Rudy, and um, Opoku to advance to the cup. And then Philadelphia beat NYCFC, Julian Carranza to avenge the team that defeated Inter Miami. He scored uh, first one on the board for Philly, and then Gazdag and Corey Burke. So that leaves us a final on Saturday, November 5th of LAFC versus the Philadelphia Union. Who do you have in that game, buddy? See, I'm I'm going to say who I have, and then you're just going to call me out for it. Get, you know who I'm taking. I got to take Philly. Um, I know it's in LA's backyard. I just don't see them standing up to what Philly's bringing to the table. I mean, any team that can go down 1-0 and rattle off three goals, you know, back to back to back. It, it I don't know. That's what they I'm do. Gonna, that, that's what Philly does, bro. They bang goals. No, absolutely. And it, none of them were really, okay, the Burke one was a little bit of a lucky bounce, but he had a beautiful finish. Gazdag and Carranza both had clinical finishes. I'm going to take Philly in a high-scoring affair 4-2. Okay, fair enough. I'm going with LAFC on this one. My gut tells me Philly. But just the fact that I think LAFC wants to uh, avenge themselves from, what was that, the 2019 uh, MLS Cup where Carlos Vela broke the goal record and they were like knocked out first round or something. They also did basically put all of their chips into uh, the pile on this one, went all in on, on the MLS Cup with their acquisitions. So also being at home, I'm going to go with LAFC just so there's some difference between us. So one of us can feel like we're smarter smarter than uh, than the other. But yeah, that's coming up. It should be a pretty exciting game too. Uh, really looking forward to that. Um, but hold on. Before you before you move on, we have a, some more MLS controversy because you know you can't have the MLS oh, yeah. without some controversy. Oh yeah. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention, there will be no on-site parking for the MLS final because mm-hmm. – the mighty Trojans of USC play the mighty Golden Bears of Cal in a college football uh, regular season <laughs> game for the Pac-12. Uh, the city of L.A. has come out and said, just take a train, just take an Uber, just take whoever. Uh, some smart individuals online were actually buying parking passes for the USC game to Ooh. go to the final. So, you know, big not, brain move not, right there. Not a bad idea. No, uh, someone cheekily said, well, why couldn't USC play at Dodger Stadium? I was like, hey, you know what? I love it. I love hearing that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I know I was a little on one this morning about it when you know I initially woke the Discord up at 3 a.m. while I was at the gym. And I was like, hey, you know, I think this is complete crap. But in hindsight, I mean, there was no way to tell that either LAFC or, well, the LAFC was going to do it. Mm-hmm. and they're not going to push a number nine ranked team out. Plus, I guess the Rose Bowl's hosting on Oktoberfest in November because, you know, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I you don't know. I have it like the NFL where, you know, the Super Bowl is a, a neutral territory, you know, or your switches every year, right? And it's not, you know, home team advantage. Although that wasn't like the Bucks 
didn't the Bucks win, but there, it was in Tampa. Like that was the yeah. one year like they no, somehow. No, no, and the Rams. The Rams won in their home stadium too. Okay, but very rare, right? So yeah. I don't know. That's probably probably the the way to go about it. And while we're on the subject of of MLS news, yeah, it was uh it was real that there's um I guess the league said it was you know there was credible information that Taxi Fountas racially abused uh, Damian Lowe and um, that Ame Mabika you know heard it as well and they said it was credible and then they also said like oh it's credible that Fat Taxi can't deny it so there's no no punishment going to be issued and just like what what are you doing what are you guys doing here you know it's i don't know that 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 was a little disappointing on behalf of the mls i think uh him leaving the country during this whole thing kind of kind of speaks volumes well uh, i'm really disappointed because obviously we were in attendance so i took the time to explain very Mm -hmm. i don't want to shield him from it but i i told riley what was happening what possibly was said now obviously not using the words but like something that should never be said towards another individual and now he asked me the other day what was going on with it because you know he is very in tune with the league and and inner miami and what goes on you know just as much as you and i are you know as much as a seven-year-old can be so now i have to sit there and tell him hey man he got away with it i don't want to lie to him i'm not gonna lie to him like hey sometimes bad people get away with bad you know bad things it's just a really shitty thing for the league to let slide. Uh, you know, I think you and I were talking about Cucho getting suspended for a uh, uh, anti was anti or is a homophobic slur. I do believe, um, and if I'm wrong, I do apologize. But you know, he gets nailed for that. But then something of equal or more, Taxi gets away from. I don't know. I mean, it probably helps that he screwed off to Greece and has not been in contact with DC. Yeah, kind of like self punished himself, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I you know, we don't want to we want to stay away from the negativity this episode. It's yeah, all about I'll get, just uh, I'll get just, fired up. Just having a, a happy ending before you know we get to our uh, our yearly little little break period. Although kind of had like a two week break here, but you know, hey, whatever. Give us some time off. Uh, we're going to actually be doing some low key. World Cup coverage. Uh, we're going to be expanding the pod for that in a little trial to potentially expand the pod out in the future because I think we're going to need it. I'll have a new baby girl here in January. You already have your hands full, sir. Uh, so we're going to lean on the support of the uh, the pod squad, the, the the day oneers who are incredibly active and have been you know kind of chomping at the bit to uh to get on here and, and get a shot so we're gonna we're gonna let them they deserve it they have earned it but in sense of keeping the good news so the mls and inter you know kind of do their awards as well um relevant for inter gonzalo Iguain won the comeback player of the year relevant for that was the mls comeback player of the year the team also announced that Gonzalo Higuain was their MVP of the year. Um, other notables, Hani Mukhtar did win the uh, the Golden Boot, best player in the MLS, really kind of pulled away from Sebastian Druisi in the uh, last third of the season. Very, very well-deserved. Tiago Almada was named the 2022 Newcomer of the Year. High praises from, uh, from Leo Messi. 
Ooh, we'll get into that in a little bit too, buddy. And uh, Jim Curtin for the Philadelphia Union, coach of the year. Hell, with the, I don't even know how many goals he had. Felt like, felt like two hundred. What? Go ahead. Two hundred against DC United by themselves. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, the only head scratcher to me, and maybe you and I can argue on this. The best eleven for twenty twenty two. Walker Zimmerman was named one of the best defenders. He was actually in the starting lineup for that. I don't recall, and I again, I don't watch Nashville, but I don't recall watching him, seeing him having a stellar season. I mean, I agree with uh, Glesnes and, and, and Wagner in the back, but Zimmerman, I mean, is he getting a little bit of love because he's a U.S. national team Could player? be that. Could be the consistency. Um, he's been, you know, in one of the top defenders for, what, three, four years now? Um, who would you replace your boy? I don't know. Callens? No, I mean, I, I thought Callens had a really good year. Callens did have a great year, but I'm just, and again, I'm going to continue to say, I don't watch Nashville. Yeah. But I did in, in the, in the few weeks I had but him as here's a the good news. You will be watching Nashville next season when they're back in the East. <laughs> cannot wait. Um, yeah, great. Um, but no, like I had Zimmerman on my, and I know I'm basing off fantasy, but like I had him for about a six week stretch in fantasy, and he did not do Jack Diddley anything in that. So I watched <laughs> highlights of him, and well, you can't you can't judge. Hold on, real you world see, performances based on fantasy, but you're not letting especially me not MLS fantasy. I'm you're sorry, not letting me finish. You're not letting me finish. And then I went back and watched him actually play in a couple games, and I'm like, I'm not seeing it. I just don't see it. Like, I mean, David Norman Jr. Are, would be a better defensive choice than Walker Zimmerman. Oh, Hot okay. take. Okay. Hot that's, take. That's just disrespectful. There is so much disrespect for the USM uh, NT players for, for some reason. Like, I don't understand why people hate Pulisic so much. Like, maybe he's, you know, has some, some really bad games or he's not, you know, what he potentially could have been but like dude like come on man <laughs> like we've been so bad at this sport for so long like take what we can get let's be happy let's be supportive Can't uh what i did miss uh joseph martinez joseph martinez won the mls goal of the year with that beautiful bicycle kick totally okay with that i know inter miami fans wanted um well i mean like they shared like 16 goals and I felt like what three or four of them were from Inter. So, you know, that's fine. I I, I have respect for Yosef. So good for him. Now we're going to have our fun. We're going to give our awards, buddy. And we only have four. We're really not, we're not going overboard here, but uh, team MVP. Who is your team MVP this year, Than? I mean, it would be almost a crime if we gave it to anybody, but Gonzalo. I know. I, I know. mean, Without him, we are looking at a totally different team. Um, yeah, I, I think we can make that one quick, done, dusted, pretty yeah, short yeah. and sweet. The, the, the part that kind of sucks about the delay that we've had just because of our lives is is that we usually can get these out before the MLS or the team's announcers, and then so we're just like, uh, you know, reaffirmed when the team also agrees with us. We, we feel smart because, you know, we're kind of idiots over here. Uh, offensive player of the year. It's Gonzalo. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's got to be Gonzalo. He, he really just kicked it up a notch and drug us into the playoffs. 
Yes, yes, despite all the hate. Defensive player of the year. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going with Chris McVay. I'm agreeing with you on Chris McVay. Look at that. I mean, and that's, and I'm going to continue to say he is not appreciated enough by our fan base. He consistently gives everything he has. Yes, he makes mistakes. I understand that. The most minutes on the team played about every position on that back line. And honestly, he is one of the most likable dudes we have on the team. He Mm -hmm. is always there for the supporters, the kids, like whoever. He'll stop and sign a million autographs as he's leaving. Great dude overall respect and love who we have because we could be stuck with so much worse fair enough newcomer of the year and i don't have my soundboard so i can't give the applause right i mean the the whole module is being repaired right now so we're, we're ad hoc sorry for the lack of of applause sound effects here i think more people are upset about the lack of air horn i uh, gotta be honest with that um, uh, i'd say pozuelo I mean, I know he was only with us for Ooh. half a season. I uh, it, it, the the switch flipped when he showed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got to go with Pizuelo on that. That's valid, and I think a lot of people um, want to say Campana as well. Uh, I don't disagree with you on Pizuelo, but I think that for me is Robbie Taylor. I think Loki oh. flew under the radar had a lot of positive impact and really excited to see him continue with us. But, you know, in the same breath, I'm also very excited to see Campana continue with us. Um, I'll go ahead and spoiler alert here. Um, he has declined to return to the Wolves, to Wolves, uh, to Wolverhampton. So that basically sounds like unless, you know, something crazy happens, he's coming back. We don't know the structure yet. And I'm also equally excited for Pozuelo to return to us as well. I'm hoping on a TAM deal for the greater good of the entire team and organization would make us very, very strong. Uh, of course, RIP, we'll miss you, Gonzalo. But yeah, those are the uh, 2022 Inter Miami Podcast Awards. Didn't have time to research all the goals to give you a selection of best goals of the year. Uh, any off top that you would say best goal of the year? All right, so the one I didn't see live, you know I'm always talking about it, the McVeigh banger. That that yeah. one is always going to stick with me. That was pretty felt. The one I saw live, Gonzalo's free kick against Red Bull. And that was actually one of the top 16 in the league this year. That was so sweetly struck. Uh, it, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, I got to go with that. If I had to choose one more top three, I got to go with that Robbie Taylor solo effort where he was dancing on a string across the box and pulled mm-hmm. it back through and slotted it home. So, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what would you say? Oh, man. What would I say? I just had one in my head, and then honestly, I just kind of straight up uh, forgot it. I'm going to go ahead and say the Campana. I can't remember who it was against. I want to say it was against Atlanta. I think it was against Atlanta United at home where he kind of took that ball down um, with his leg, perfect touch, perfect turn, kind of over his shoulder, and then just drilled it across the face of goal. Very, very thin angle to score. Uh, I thought just everything about that screen class, but there were some great goals. Gonzalo had two of the free kicks. The McVeigh banger was amazing. Robbie Taylor was involved in a few other goals with some really shifty footwork. Uh, just really, really impressed with Robbie. Wasn't expecting the uh, just the shiftiness and the 
the comfort level and the things that man can do with his feet in a ball. Like uh, he could shake really anyone. It was great. I'm genuinely surprised that you did not bring up your Mota 100 yard banger. Like it seems like he hit it from like seven miles out. So like, I was su- going to say like one, like the Mota, because he did, he deserved after 40 attempts to, to hit one. Um, I mean, the Mota one in the Orlando U S open cup game was pretty thrilling, even though it was short lived, but, uh, but yeah, that's what we'll rock with now. Um, before we get into the last fun segment, uh, the over unders that we recorded, um, this is actually like when we were starting to really have you kind of take over and be a full-time uh, I am PC representative to the highest standards. But for some reason, there was an off week where you weren't on this episode. Uh, we we're going to get to these over-unders that we recorded. Well, Dan's going to hold me accountable for predictions I made at the very beginning of this season. This was right after we won our first ever hardware. I'm talking about the highly coveted Carolina champions, classic, whatever that tournament was preseason tournament. Yes, yes, yes. That's the one I'm talking about that singular shining, probably brass <laughs> trophy. That's in our case, <laughs> whatever, whatever that is. Paper mache. Uh, so I did isolate the audio. I did chop it up, edit it, make it as condensed as I can. We had some fun with it. Uh, we'll play that uh, just in a little bit, then we'll get into the results. But um, let's go ahead and get into some of this league news. And then, of course, probably the biggest news circulating, the MLS. And I'm getting questions about it from people at work that don't even really follow the sport. We're getting reached out to on social media, all the good times, probably like the fourth time this one's come up. Uh, real team news, we did kind of, I don't know if a lose is the right word, maybe send them off for development opportunities, or maybe just cut ties and look for better improvements. Uh, we do have, I'll let you do it, buddy. Zaragoza. Yeah, so uh, Robbie is Robbie Robinson is getting a new lease on life, going out to play out in La Liga and he's taken along Eddie as Kona who had a less than stellar stint, not by his own accord out with uh, the USL club out West. And I forget what it was. It's it, El Paso, something or other. I don't remember. Um, but I remember there not El Paso being a lot locomotive. of yeah. Yes. I remember there not being a lot of playing time for him. So in fact, that is where Jerome Kiesewetter came to enter Miami from. Really? Yeah. Huh. All uh, right. Well, I got to I got to f- Google Jerome Kiesewetter and see how he's doing. That's uh all right. Anyways, uh so yeah, they're going out hopefully getting some good experience in La Liga. We all know Robbie Robinson needs to get some playing time, especially after the season he had. Uh I feel like Robbie might not be happy about this, but I feel like this is great for Eddie because this is uh I don't even know what La Liga 2 or whatever it is. Uh one of the, the lower Spanish divisions. Yeah, Robbie's had a rough go, but I feel like this is really good for Eddie. Like, get, get some some nice experience. Hopefully, we come back. He's still super young. I mean, Robbie is young too, but Eddie's even younger. Yeah, and as we talk, we record today. They are 14th in Segunda Division. <laughs> so they also are... owned by Moss and Beckham, right? The yeah. Moss brothers. Yeah, this they is... are currently sitting at. Four wins, four draws, six losses with a negative three goal differential. So they should feel right at home. 
<laughs> as much Very as it sucks good. to say. Uh, the lost, one uh, we lost someone else, your boy, buddy. Yeah, the one that really hurts, uh, George Acosta, was let go. Uh, honestly, the writing was on the wall. As much as I, I didn't want to see it for him, because the midfield is getting really crowded with Bryce Duke's emergence, especially as the season went on. There wasn't going to be a lot of room for Acosta to play, and he was injured a lot for Inter-Miami 2, which did not allow the club to see his development potential. Uh, the hometown he's of, kid, man. The hometown kid. Well, he's one of those players I really hope gets a good shake somewhere else. Really hope yeah. he uh, can get somewhere that is not Orlando or New York City like Pellegrini. Uh, and I hope he goes out there, shines, and, and kicks some ass. He's oh, dude. It. I know we're staying positive, but that did piss me off that uh, Pellegrini was subbed on at the very end of, of NYCFC's win over Inter Miami. That was just a little slap in the face for for no reason. But well, I I'm definitely sure. saw some fire in your eyes. I'm sure, I'm sure he he enjoyed that. And also, uh, I, you mentioned Bryce Duke, and he was all he would also be a candidate for newcomer of the year. Very very. Uh, bright future uh there will be of course tons of news that will be coming out over the next several months as we uh you know continue to wheel and deal sign wine and dine potential players but again the big news broke yet again this is the feels like fourth maybe fifth iteration of the leo messi saga and i heard i heard I heard from a reliable source that he really wants to come here to play with a young Bryce Duke. Stop. He said, hey, this man, he's tiny like me. I can I can train him to be like me, and it's going to be gorgeous. Did he talk with all those awkward pauses you just threw in there as you were saying that? Like, uh, I don't know. And I don't know if you saw before we started recording, because I know this is going to get your – you know, tin foil like rumor hat, all jazzed <laughs> up here. Um, but Suarez just announced that he's also leaving Nacional after winning the title with them. Mm-hmm. So Messi Naldo, you just wanna Messi Naldo? No, I'll tell you want... what, Cristiano's going one of two places, and I'm gonna like either. He's either going to Chelsea or he's coming to Inter Miami, baby. Let's go. I. I the only reason I want him to come to Inter Miami is I want to actually get a chance to see him play live. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be I'll great with Messi. I've never seen Messi play live. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I don't think it's going to be great for the locker room. I will continue to say it's going to be terrible for the foundation we're trying to build at <laughs> the club. It's also going to be terrible for the average Joe like you and myself who have to you know pay for tickets because we are not sponsored by the club, so we don't get shit for free. Um, well, yeah, hey, hey, I'm credentialed media now, and you are when you come down. So, you know, be, be a little more respectful to that. No, it's true, but I'm saying, like, we don't, we still have to pay for our tickets. Folks are going to have to pay for their tickets, and we're going to see a tenfold increase in the ticket prices. Not super thrilled about that. Well, as long as, as, long as we stay with our partners, <laughs> those tickets won't affect me. So I'm sorry if they affect anyone else. <laughs> I, I plan to continue to, to stay credentialed. But, uh, look, I get it, right? We had a bad experience with Matuidi. Some bad times with Gonzalo. We want to stay away from the older Europeans, but these are two of the goats. I mean, it's good for the club, good for the league. 
I'm completely on board with it. I know a lot of people are not. Uh, I'll welcome either of them or both of them with open arms. Um, and bring on Suarez too if he wants to reunite with Messi. What the hell? Let's do. It. Let's just have one crazy year because all of those people are career-wise, uh, I'd say, well above anything we've ever had at this club. And that's no disrespect to to Gonzalo. I mean, he had a phenomenal career, but um, I'd say Suarez would be the closest thing to Gonzalo, but Ronaldo and Messi, man, whew, hell of careers. Would love to see it. It's being reported by tons of outlets again, just as it was earlier in the season for the 35% ownership. I there saw some things. It might be like a 10 to 15% ownership, but who knows? No one knows how long the deal is going to be. No one knows that this is real or if this is just, you know, something all the reputable outlets are taking and running with. We will see. You made a great tweet. I kind of was like, oh, he's always a Debbie Downer. Like, you know, don't get hyped until you see him and, you know, with a jersey on or something like that. So fair point to you, I will say. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to keep everybody real because how many times are we going to do the same song and dance <laughs> every time, you know, Joe Blow, direct TV reporter from The Sun decides he's going to put out a tweet that maybe Messi's coming, maybe it's not. I just, it's frustrating because every time you jump on Twitter or like you said, you go into work, people who don't even follow the sport. Oh, Messi's coming. Guys who like rarely follow the sport at Riley's practices, minus you know, like the clothes, like DC, all that stuff. They're like, Oh, is Messi coming? Is he not? I'm like, guys, I have no idea. I, it, he might, he might not. Barcelona might pull 1500 other more levers financially and get him back. Who knows? Also, the rumor broke today that he is learning more French because he plans on staying in the French capital. Who knows? It, hmm. Yeah, is that a real rumor. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. Wow. Interesting. Well, yeah. you know, it was reported by, you know, Ornstein and, uh, you know, Tom, uh, Tom Bogert, well, nicknamed Tommy Scoops. He's basically the chef of the, the MLS, I guess. Um, the Campana news that he's not going back to Wolf's Israel because it was tweeted by Jesus Cristo himself, Fabrizio Romano. Yeah. I mean, here we go. That's all you have to say. Here, here we I go. know he's gotten a lot of crap for some of the things he said and hasn't come true over the past couple of years, but yeah, he's pulled through more times than not. So yeah, again, most people say they're not going to believe it until they see it from Fabricio. I got Yeah. I mean, I got to be honest when transfer season comes around, I turn on notifications for his tweets because eight times out of 10, they're pretty spot on. So, yep. Yep. Yeah. That's... All right, buddy boy, let's get into this. Cause I'm kind of, uh, I got, dude, Somebody, we got, we go got ahead, one sorry. more piece of news to talk about real quick, go ahead, and then we'll get got. in. Well, two more pieces. Uh, so Don Scott, she is our performance director hmm. for Inter Miami. She has departed the club for a new opportunity with the Washington Spirit. She will be taking on a role as the director of performance, medical, and innovation. Uh, you know, congrats to her. Uh, I know I'm not familiar with her work, but I know that she was much beloved within the. Uh, within the organization. So, you know, congrats to her. Good luck on the move. Uh, the next piece of news is that drive pink will be holding some international friendlies. Um, one's actually, uh, okay. Apparently Siri wanted to <laughs> chime in on that. All right. Uh, no, but, uh, the U S women's national team will be hosting a game against the Euro final runner up. Germany squad, which should be a hell of a game. Uh, that is going to be held on Thursday, November 10th at 7 p.m. Uh, the roster is looking pretty strong for that match. Uh, if you ever 
wanted to go see them play and you haven't, this is probably going to be one of your best chances to do so. Yep. And then Colombia and Paraguay will be playing a game on the 19th at 8 p.m. Uh, you can go ahead and purchase tickets uh, for both games through the Inter Miami site. Also, make sure you get parking ahead of time because both games should be pretty, uh, pretty highly attended. So, I wonder if I can buy tickets to the Inter Miami account manager because I still have credits in there, and I wonder how much tickets are going to be. That would be a great game because yeah, I definitely want to go see them uh, at least once. Good, good time for the family as well. I will find out what kind of tickets we're looking at here, and uh, we'll get back to this. Uh, anything else, my man? Uh, no, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's uh, been mum the word since um, pretty much since the you know end of the playoff games. I will tell you, because I just did a quick search, because I am that quick. Ticketmaster showing tickets, uh, if you're looking for two, looking at $22. Oh man! For yeah, the U.S. Lovely. women's national team, uh, that is row six. I'm sorry, section one hundred six, row thirty four. But there is a bunch of twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five dollar tickets. Uh, so if you haven't seen them, get out there and see them. Even the the most expensive is one hundred and fifty, two hundred hmm. bucks. So yeah, get Spoiler. out there, enjoy it. Go go get the front row of those suites that you've always wanted for an Inter Miami game, and just squint hard and maybe act like it's Inter Miami. But let's move forward. Let's get into the over under. So basically, yeah, when Papa George, when Alex was still um, very active with the podcast, um, we did some over unders. If you've ever bet on anything, you know how that works. You're either taken higher or lower than the number than the line that is given. Isolated the clip. It's like six minutes long. We'll play it now, and then we'll see how I did on the other side. Enjoy. And that is a segment called Over Unders. Jay, these lines that I am going to read to you are the season totals for the player of last year. Clear example, Gonzalo Higuain had 12 goals last year. The simple game is, do you think that that player is going to have more or less than the number that they had last year? So Jay, let me go ahead and ask you, do you think Gonzalo Higuain is going to have more or less goals than 12 this season? I'm giving him more. And yeah. how, many, how many more, Jay? Give me a little bit more. Why do you think more? I'll give him 16. 16. Why do you think he's just going to have a powerhouse year and be a top three goal scorer in the MLS? So we have over 12 goals for Gonzalo Higuain. And might as well go ahead and talk about his assists. Last year, he had nine assists in total in the 2021 season. Jay, over, under, on nine. Oh, this one's, this one's tough, but I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over because I think there's more talent that can put the ball into the net now. I think that he's going to play a little bit more of a creationist role. I think he's going to have a hell of a season, honestly. Yes, the second one. This one's a hot topic here. Jay, Robbie Robinson over under four goals. Under. How many goals do you think Robbie's going to get? Two. I think that Robbie is no longer a starter on this team. I think Emerson and Lasseter are going to be our new wingers. Um, I think a lot of people are, you know, think this is the last chance. I, I don't even think it's there. I think we've already acquired the players that will, uh, be 
are scoring wingers. And I just don't see Robbie fitting into this for, uh, you know, health issues or, you know, kind of just being there mentally. I just don't think he gets nearly as much playing time as he did. Gregory, four assists this year, over, under. Over. I agree with you on that, sir. Definitely think this is going to be a huge year for Gregory. Well, let's keep on Gregory right here. Total fouls. 69, which is... Ha-ha. <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> he is still chippy out there. Um, I'm going to say less because I don't think that he will have to make as many tactical fouls this season. So I'm going to say less with a confidence level at a 10 of about a three. <laughs> Let's hope to God it's less, to be <laughs> honest. With we got uh, Kieran Gibbs. Kieran Gibbs, 86.4% passing percent accuracy. Mm, that is tough. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with less because he should have more playing time this season if he can get healthy. He had some really good games. We got a fairly smaller sample than what we wanted, so I'm gonna go slightly less. I still think he can be like around like the 80 percent mark. Blow me away though. I would love to be wrong on that one. Gonzalo Higuain, three goals from outside the box. What you got? I mean, if I'm, I mean, I'm already, you know, I'm already in on, on Gonzalo after these previous two questions you asked me. So I'm going to have to go more and mainly because he's going to be playing that false nine or number 10 role where he's just going to be positioned a little bit deeper anyway. And I don't think my friend is afraid to let it rip. Last but not least, we got our boy Breck Shea. 1,676 minutes total this year over under. Bro, I don't know. You said 1676, and I, for some reason, thought 1776, and then I thought of the Revolutionary War, then I just envisioned Breck Shea with, like, a Revolutionary War, like, little, like, ribbon ponytail and, like, a full-on, like, American, like, Continental Soldier getup. What do you think Breck Shea's craziest Halloween costume is? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I feel like he'd play, like, an 80s rocker so well, but I mean, he could honestly just be Miley Cyrus for Halloween. Uh, I don't know, maybe just a snake handler, but 1,676 minutes. I'm going to unfortunately have to go with less on this uh, under because I, you know, he's been, he's had to step in in crucial times when we've needed him, but now we, we have depth and we have, I think, more well-rounded players. So I'm not sure if he's going to get all those minutes. I think he's going to be mainly just coming in as a, as a substitute unless we really get hit with the injury bug. I mean, if it was up to me, I'd give him, 4,800 minutes, but it's not. So I'm going to have to be realistic and I'm going to go a little less than that. Last year, Inter-Miami had 41 points in total. What are you thinking this year, bud? I mean, over. Like we, we can't get much. You better us, say right? over. <laughs> over. Just run through these. We can be really quick about this. 12 wins over under. Over. 36 total goals over under over that's the stat that we really need to look at this year people yes we averaged one goal a game last year yeah that is pathetic yeah 36 goals i think in 34 matches so right there right around it yeah good math about there uh 53 total goals against it has to be under why does it have? Why does? Why <laughs> because does we're gonna be, have to we're be gonna be trash if we <laughs> if we're not under. So it has to be under. 
Couple more here, Jay. Over under eighty-one yellow cards. Lead leaguing eighty-one yellow cards. Better go over on this. <laughs> my mind's telling me no, <laughs> but my body is telling me yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go under. All right. Last but not least, penalty kicks taken. Four we had last year. Over under this year. Mm. Dang. There's no has to be's on this. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to think too go. hard. Yeah, I'm going to go. Man, that does seem like an aggressive amount. I'm going to go over just because it's going to play into my Gonzalo having more goals. Well, there you go. The over unders for the 2022 season. We will record this obviously, and revisit it in mid-October and just see how the, how, how the season unfolded. You know, I'm excited for this. This, this, is, this, is, this is bringing a smile to my face. I think next year we should maybe put a little bit of a, of a cash pool together, maybe like 10, 20 bucks, something like that. Yeah. I feel confident. Uh, All right, there we have it. Simple enough. Now, if you've been paying attention to the numbers, you probably know how that went for us, but let's run it through. I'll let Than be the judge, jury, and executioner. Have fun with it, buddy. All How right. We well, uh, so for Gonzalo, obviously you said sixteen. Uh, nailed it right on the head. Beautiful. Well, it's like over. So we're just taking the over under, right? That no, was no. just a bonus part. No, I know. I'm just saying. Okay. Nostradamus, there. The over under was twelve. You went over. Uh, Gonzalo. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. That was a little strange, though. Because yeah, I was the, like re-listening. Yeah, I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, and then you came back to the same old Jay Kington I know oh so well with your predictions. <laughs> Gonzalo, over, under, nine assists. You said over. Came through with a fabulous three on that one. So it's, do, is there any is there in, any leniency to the fact that he didn't play for like a good half the season? Uh, no. All right. So moving on. Uh, Robbie Robinson. Right, well, I'm taking credit of the 16 goal call. That was phenomenal. Uh, I'm super intelligent, the best sports analyst to ever do it. And that'll probably never happen again in my life. Your betting history says otherwise. Uh, <laughs> my, my betting account says you're an idiot. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, what? 30 leg parlays at $5 a piece. Anyways, Robbie Robinson over under four goals. Uh, under uh you said you gave him two uh, and he had two actuals one in the mls one in the open cup and then he was done ski with his hammy injury again uh gregory over under four assists you said over he was at three yeah what's that about uh i mean different he didn't have to do too much you know once the you know once pozuelo got there showed up and you know he was too busy doing the next stat Gregory over under 69 fouls. You said under. He came <laughs> through with a fabulous 78. So uh they, they he can't assist when you have uh some yellow card accumulations and and, and yeah, fouls right? there. Yeah. His focus is elsewhere. Yeah. Uh Gonzalo. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm skipping over one. Kieran Gibbs over under 86.4% passing accuracy on the season. Under by almost a full 10 percent 77.6 uh gonzalo over under three goals from outside the box over 
<laughs> actually had three outside the box and two free kicks from outside the box. And then can you I made, count the two free you, kicks? You made sure to put in the notes, and I'm glad I caught this before I kept reading. So I am claiming victory. So <laughs> I guess I don't have much of a say. You're claiming victory. Go yes. ahead. Yes. Yes. This one is more like you. Breck Shea, over under 1,676 total minutes. You said under. Okay. The actual was only a whopping 160 minutes. That's 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 not even two full games. No. We barely saw Breck. Well, he pissed Phil off, and that was that. Let's just, let's just put it like that. Um, Inter-Miami team stats over under 41 points. Over, you said. 48 points was the actual. Inter-Miami total wins over under 12. You said over. We hit 14. Total goals, you said over. Uh, it was 36, and you said uh, 47, or they had 47. Uh, over under, uh, was it 53 goals against? You said under 56 goals against. So, almost. Can't be right all the time. No, almost, almost there. Almost there. Thanks. This one Thanks. actually <laughs> makes <Damian> my blood. <laughs> this one makes my blood boil because you know how much we care about this one. I know. Over I know. under 81 yellow cards. Under, which unfortunately you were right. We had. Well, tell me why you love it. There's a reason you love it. Go ahead and read. We it. got 69 yellow cards. <laughs> Make sure you throw that explicit warning on this episode. Watch out. There we go. <laughs> God, like I it. can't stand my life some days. Uh, anyways, uh, Inter Miami, four penalties converted or scored. You said over. Actual was five, all scored from Gonzalo. Thank God for Gonzalo. Because we had some pretty ugly penalties besides Gonzalo this year. You see, you see, Gonzalo, I've always loved you, buddy. I've always believed in you. I, I just needed you to believe in yourself. Please don't don't make our listeners pull the receipts. Because as you were saying <laughs> the first time, Gonzalo, I always loved you. I'm sitting here playing back on my head all the times. So we were shit talking no, him like, good, no. never see him back on the field. Let's not never. do it. So no. we're going to remember these. All right. So like this, this was a little difficult because we only had like five remaining players. Right. So we were trying to do over unders that, but we're obviously not going to have as big of a, of a turnover this year. So this is what we're going to do, but we're both going to give answers here. And then we're going to see how we do next season. I like this little game. This is fun. I'm, I'm going to start doing deeper dives. I'm going to start dividing these averages by the games going deep level stat with it. And we'll see how we did. But, uh, hey, I will take that, buddy. I will take that. I think next year, too, for the fans, we need to keep a running tally of wins and losses for our predictions. Yes, and we can yes. give ourselves, like, a handicap of, like, plus or minus one if we do goal differentials. or I don't know what you want to yes, do. Yes, yes. No, I like this. We need to record this stuff so that we can see exactly how stupid we are or how, you know, intelligent we are. I mean, I went 10 of 14. I will take 10 of 14 all day. All day. Okay, I will not do that again. I bet it's going to be like three of 18. It'll be year, but it, it'll be like your regular score predictions or or win predictions. Like, it'll. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was accurate like three times out of 34. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's being generous, but is what it is. High level percentages here. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it's okay because next year you will have me to lean on and I will make myself look like a bigger fool than you when it comes to these predictions. So well, we're we... going to come up with them. We're going to answer them separately and compare them. So this will be fine. They're, this will be a good competition. We'll have to put some sort of bet on it. Maybe we'll let the listeners come up with the bet or the discord. We'll have fun with this. Um, yeah, man. And uh, look, hell of a season. Hell of a season. Thanks uh, to all of La Familia, all of the fans, all of the community. Uh, all of the SGs, everyone in the organization, man, uh, really, really great season, made the playoffs. That was the ultimate goal. Uh, can't really ask for much more than that. Again, you know, we'll be back intermittently with um, team news as it develops, signings, trades, just straight up mutual contract terminations, whatever it is. And then we're going to sprinkle in some World Cup love because it's probably the only time in history the World Cup's going to be in the wintertime. So as you're, you know, going down to the kitchen with your whole family together, helping your mom carve a turkey, just look up at that TV in the corner and just watch the USA beat Gareth Bell and Wales. I don't even know what day Thanksgiving is. Is it the same day? Do you, do you realize we're playing England, right? Is England the twenty first? Whatever. Yeah, we're not in the, the the we're not in the World Cup zone right now, so I don't know the dates of everything right now. Is it the day after Thanksgiving or is it on Thanksgiving? I thought it was the day after, uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, I should know that because I had my England jersey ready to go. Trader, uh, it is the twenty dude. It, I don't need to get back into this with you. It has been my lifelong team. Uh, 25th at 2 p.m. England v. USA. So Thanksgiving's um, the 24th, right? Yes. So the day after Thanksgiving. That's great. Have your whole family around. Have your tr- Tell your whole family how, how soccer is the best sport in the world and it's better than all the NFL games you watched on Thanksgiving Day and how, you know, convert as many of your family members as possible. Let's grow this sport in America. It's beautiful. I don't have anything else, buddy. You got anything else to say? Yeah, No, actually, I just want to thank everybody who has been with us all season long. Mm. Uh, You know, you guys are why we do it. You guys are here uh, for us on the days we don't want to be doing this through all the pain and the suffering. You are there with us when we are laughing, jumping for joy like idiots because we never thought we'd have a season like we did this year. You guys are the real MVP and we would not be where we are today without you. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I appreciate you guys. Fair enough. Well done. Well done. And as we end every episode, signing off season three. I sworn I saw a commercial that we were playing Wales on the 21st. Anyway, vamos. Oh, that was horrible. Vamos. Miami. I thought I was going to get a better one than you, but vamos. Miami. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. See you soon. This is Drake Callender, and you've been listening to the Inner Mammy Podcast.